0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: There is space for a rural based political party to fight back against the green agenda. That's according to one independent TD. That independent is Michael Fitzmaurice, who is TD for Roscommon Galway. He's on the line. And we're joined in studio by a uh, Galway Senator, Green Party Chairperson Pauline O'Reilly. Good morning and welcome to you both. Uh, Michael, is there something going on or is this aspirational?
2: Well, first of all, I hope there is something going on for the simple reason, Pat, Um, if you look at the future um, going forward, it is my opinion that um, rural Ireland needs um, strong representation. Um, It also needs um, people that will stand up for it. And at the moment, um, there is a feeling out there when you talk to people on the ground, and in my opinion, rightly so, that there is... Farmers at the moment nearly feel guilty for producing food, which should never be in one of the best countries ever to produce food. Rural Ireland people feel basically left behind, Pat, and they feel that they need something cohesive, something that's together in the line of policies and all of that. And while I wouldn't be an admirer of the Greens, with no disrespect to Pauline, um, they have 12 TDs to set out on an agenda, and in fairness to them, they are getting their policies through while the two main parties that would have always, in many people's opinions, be it Fianna Fáil, would be always classed in rural Ireland to stand up for the Middle Ireland or Fine Gael for the, maybe the larger farmers or some or medium-sized farmers, they seem to feel abandoned, the people in rural Ireland, uh, of where their political representation always stood. And I think that, you know, with some of the policies, it's like a tsunami at the moment coming uh, at, in, in policy at rural Ireland. And it's also, Pat, the one big thing. It's the unknown, not knowing what's coming. Because I see farmers at the moment that don't know whether to build a shed or do something because they don't know what's coming. And they're left in a vacuum which is doing enormous harm to the whole communities in rural Ireland. Do you believe? And I believe, and I believe that, you know, my honest opinion. And look, you're at journalism many years. My honest opinion is, the next election will be one of two things. It will be, um, and that's up. To, it's always up to the people out the vote. But at the end of the day, it will be either Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin together, or it will be amalgamation of two fairly big groups and one say, the likes of what the Greens have, 12, 15, 20, 20 seats. And if that isn't done, well, you won't. If you're not in play, near the piano playing it, well, then, obviously,
1: you won't mm. uh, be getting the now, chance to do th- th- the there are two ways this could them. happen, that you'd have a bunch of rural TDs who'd get together and decide to form uh, a loose group. And that has existed in certain issues. Yeah, with, in my, which in my would,
2: opinion, that's been, that's been, that's cutting across here. In my opinion, we need to set out policies in relation to rural Ireland. This shouldn't be um, a, a, a technical thing that's extravagant, anything. It's fairly pretty simple what the people are saying in rural Ireland, where they want to live, where they want to build a community. And in my opinion, um, it's A policy document needs to be agreed on because if you don't have agreement on a policy document, then you're going nowhere. Um,
1: Are are you encouraged by what happened in the Netherlands? There's a a, a Dutch uh, farmer citizen movement, and um, although there are only 50,000 farmers in the Netherlands... They got 1.49 million votes in their elections.
2: Yeah, um, well, uh, let me be very clear. Rural Ireland isn't just farmers. It is a large amount of farmers, but it is also a large amount of people that may not be farming, that will be driving to work here and there, but they are also contributing to the community. It is about business people in those rural areas, in the small towns and villages and all of that. This is, a whole, this is a, a, basically a complete amount of people. And I would have watched... What has gone on? Look at farmers in in the Netherlands. I'm no expert on their nitrates or anything like that, but um, it would have shown that there was um, a vacuum. In that country, in relation to the rural areas, and as you've rightly pointed out, um, fifty thousand farmers, but they got at one point five million okay. votes. So, so, so there's,
1: a, a, you believe, an appetite there for some sort of grouping. I mean, you've indicated well, Pat, it, that you're not going to you, set up a political party yourself, but uh, you would be part of one if one were to be set up. Well,
2: I, I've made it very clear, Pat. Um, I'm in the doll since in the 2004 to begin the 15. Um, I've made it very clear that. Um, you know, I look at things straight on and I've other things in life that I can do. And I believe that um, if we don't do something like that, there is the day, one time ago, you remember Tony Gregory, God rest him and all of this, to where there was one or two or three of a majority or people needed. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, it's going to bigger blocks and you have to move with what the bigger blocks looks to be. And if we don't do something like that, it's not my intention to be walking around the corridors um, as an independent okay. on their own. Now, you've with, been with quoted way as politics, saying that with the, way of politics the, the,
1: the, the green puppy dog tail is, is wagging um, the, the dog um, in terms of the Greens, in spite of their small numbers, getting their yeah. way on many yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so you want to stop them in their tracks if you can?
2: Well, it shouldn't stop them in the tracks. It's about representation. They'll, they'll go out and they'll put their best foot forward and people will decide. But in my opinion, there is a need in the rural areas that um we put our best foot forward to represent what we believe in and let the people decide. Like at the moment and you know, we need to we need to be very clear on this. At the moment I see so much uncertainty and it's worrying. Like this talk about Colin herds farmers don't know. We'd rather bring in peat now in a boat than we do extract in our own country. There are elderly people ringing me at the moment, Pat, and this is factual. Ringing me at the moment, Michael, can we cush the few sides of the turf in the mate of an, a, a house that's you know, fairly, fairly old? We have a big thing coming, and these are the big things that I'm watching. And it's not tomorrow it's coming, it's coming from 2030 onwards, the the nature restoration law. And at the moment, into the Nironic thing, and the Greens in government, you cannot get a licence to plant a tree in Ireland, um, and the Greens are in government. And farmers don't know whether they're coming or going. They don't know next December or or from September onwards you can uh, tidy up your hedges. But what do you do with the produce out of that? One time ago, the and Group, they don't know. The derogation's being given, but it's, it's piecemeal. On top of that, there is a lot of uncertainty and a lot of people... I'm all for greenways, but I'm not for a greenway going beside someone's back door where the kids are in bed. Um, there is a lot of things that we need to make decisions on. And, you know, we, we feel, and if you listen to people on the ground, there, there seems to be an appetite out there to have a wind turbine rather than allowing someone planning for their house.
1: All right. Pauline, you've you've been listening to to all of that from Michael. He's clearly passionate about what he sees is uh, the destruction, really, of the rural uh, Ireland way of life.
0: Well, I don't know, Pat, really. I mean, this is a a kind of populist politics. Um, Michael does this quite a lot, is to use the Green Party as a bogeyman. And ultimately, people have to ask the question, why is that? And I would argue that it's for votes, pure and simple, because a lot of the things that Michael has referred to there are simply untrue. Nobody has talked about culling herds. People can... can, people well certainly the Green Party hasn't been okay. talking about. It. No, 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 that's no, sorry, not fair. Sorry, I mean
1: when no, Eamon Ryan was pushed on, on this, he he felt there would have, have to be adjustments. Absolutely
0: never said that we are culling the herd. Not once i am
1: I
2: d I'm
0: I'm going to I'm just going hmm. to if if I could have a few minutes to to sure. to, to, lay, to lay out my yeah, nice okay, stall, Michael, if you don't mind. Look, yeah. before the Greens came into government Um, farmers were left behind and you know there has been more investment now in rural Ireland than ever before Um, is it as much as as we would like no because we are doing more so you know the reality is the acres scheme which is all about biodiversity and supporting farmers that's been oversubscribed and that and other schemes are paid for through things like carbon tax because it's all ring fenced to go to those who really need it and farmers do need that Um, we had 53% of rural Ireland had access to public transport and now we have one new rural bus service opening every single week and we would see that uh, getting up to 70%. It won't be 100% but it's improving people's lives. We had Farmers had to look for planning permission to get solar panels on farm buildings. Now they don't. And now there are also grants to get solar panels. So there are a lot of things happening. We have doubled organics in Michael's own county of Roscommon. It's one of the biggest recipients of grants for organic farming. So there is a lot happening. And the, the honest truth is that uh, climate action is a reality. That um, Okay, but
1: are you saying, to get back to one of Michael's central points, are you saying that the national herd can stay as it is? Is that the Green Party's policy at the moment? I I
0: believe that it is deeply misrepresenting. No, but I'm asking
1: you a very simple question. And
0: I'm going to answer that question. Can the national herd
1: stay the same size as it is now? It
0: is going to reduce uh, voluntarily because of all of the schemes that are being put in place. And that is what we have always said. And we have said there's absolutely no culling. and, And I think that it's deeply unfair to farmers because when Michael talks about fear, who's stoking the fear here? Ultimately, uh, farmers are custodians of the land a lot of us come from farming backgrounds. We care every bit as much as everybody else, and we know that for things for, for for it to work, farmers need to feel that they have the same income as beforehand. That's what they would. That's what they need to hear, and that's what we are saying. What about
1: that point of insecurity that they don't really know where they're going? Uh, you say it's not a cull of the national herd, but you also have indicated quite clearly that you feel the national herd must reduce in size. I'm, now, whether that's done with carrot or stick, you are saying carrot. people fear the stick
0: what what people want to hear farmers and look at I'm in Galway as well like what people want to hear is that they'll be supported with an income I've met farmers right across Connemara and they are incredibly happy with the Acres scheme. It was meant to be 30,000 farmers, it's now 45,000 farmers. So there are examples of schemes that uh, can work for farmers, put money in their pockets and also protect nature and protect climate. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to do. And we're absolutely never saying that it's, it's going to be forcing farmers to cull herds. And, and I think um, if that's the basis of Michael's entire political party, that he is mm. anti-environment um, and anti the future, really. He did
1: make a point though that you can't cut Irish turf, but you can import Russian turf. Well, you could until the the, the war, but there was turf coming in from outside.
2: You can bring it from
1: several the,
0: the, There's well, look there's there's a there's, a there's a whole there's a whole issue there around um, t- turf being exported illegally and uh, and that, no, but that's this horticultural
1: peat that it has to be imported instead of being there, generated there, there locally still
0: is there still is an amount left in Ireland, um, but you know I mean that that is a whole other discussion, but um, Michael's point there about somebody not being able to cut their own turf that's untrue also people are still allowed to cut their own turf in <laughs> rural Ireland. so so what you're what you're really doing is uh, creating this fear when actually we have looked at what's going to work and what's going to be practical for people in rural Ireland and look at we have just as many um councillors elected outside Dublin as inside Dublin we um we have 60 people selected across the country now to run in the local elections and we'll see that as being over 100 by summer people really do want okay. to in rural Ireland just as much as so in So Michael uh, Ireland, j- j- to just uh, see to, to get you
1: to respond um, what what Pauline is saying is they're doing lots of schemes different schemes for farmers, their philosophy is the, the carrot not the stick, their philosophy is to maintain the incomes of farmers by these various schemes um, what's not to like about reducing carbon
2: Can I give you a few facts here Pat because I live in the real world in the farming community I'm not a person that looks at binoculars um, there was a rep scheme, there was 65,000 farmers in it, Pauline talks about Thirty or forty-seven, so forty-six thousand eight hundred farmers. That's in the new acres. There were sixty-five thousand farmers. There was able to draw ten thousand euro um, at the time in the REP scheme. There was uh, forty-eight thousand five hundred farmers in the glass scheme. So let Napoleon not be telling me anything about schemes when there's actually uh, forty-six thousand. There are numbers. No, you're bl- you're blinding exa- me with it, one with one
1: science can, can we stay? Well, I'm, giving, I'm giving
2: you facts here. Yeah. In the, the in the REP scheme, there was a REP scheme an environmental scheme going back. 2008 to 2013, and there were 65,000 farmers in it. They were able to draw 10,000 euros. There was a glass scheme from 15 to 20 in it. In fairness to Charlie McGonagall, he extended by two years, where you could draw 5,000, and there was uh, 48,000 I think it's 600 farmers in it. And Pauline talks to me about the acre scheme that does 46,000. It's one scheme, Michael. That's the first thing, right? So, you know, look at Pauline, I didn't put in on you when you asked me not to. Now, you got a
1: good run at the beginning though, Michael. I I, I really want to get to the heart of this thing. Do you think there's a market for a rural political party that would win significant numbers of seats that would influence policies in the next government however it's made up?
2: It's not about what I think, Pat, it's about what I am hearing on the ground. There's a lot of people feel that they are not being looked after by the present government. There is a worry, and this is the big one. This is a huge thing, like the the nature restoration law, where where it is now being proposed, supported by the Green Ministers, that 10% of the landmass of this country will be re And that means, Pat, Pauline talks about all farmers volu- farming. All
0: voluntarily, uh, excuse- and farmers sorry, get paid. Sorry, Michael, would let's you, be honest. Would you let, w- will
2: you let me? That will affect the northwest, the west, the southwest uh, in, a, in a large scale. So it could be 20 to 25% of that area, Pat. The Green Minister supports this. And while you might say, well, is that a big deal, Michael? Well, I'll tell you, if it's 100% of your farm, you do worry. And this is the problem that under the LU, the land use policy that's to come out, Farmers don't know anything about it yet or where they're going. Second of all, under the likes of the nature restoration law, and with different rules and regulations and the uncertainty, there is... First, you don't get a community spending, unfortunately, if you don't know where you're going. Rural Ireland is a great place to live, in my view, but the uncertainty that's there at the moment is causing chaos, and I believe that it needs the representation to basically drive it forward, give it the certainty. I'm not against policies that will do good for the environment. Let no one think that I'm against that. But what you also have to do is put people first and make sure um, and as Pauline talked about, she said about the, the likes of the grants for the solar. Yeah, I was the very person that welcomed that. But in case Pauline might know, you might need planning permission to live in the area before you can put up your all solar panels right. uh, Final words to
1: you, Pauline. Uh, certainty is what the farmers are needing.
0: Yeah, and and I, think, I think on the question of certainty, I think we all, we all like certainty. This land re- use review is actually uh, based on consultation. So... Th- farmers will be consulted with of course they will but the ultimate thing here is I mean Michael is one of only 10 TDs who voted against the Climate Action Bill and I think that that underpins a lot of what he's saying here but farmers that I speak to know that the future for them and their incomes is in a greener future and I think that we need to make sure that Everybody is, you know, everybody is um, is uh, respected, but that we're honest.
1: All right. We'll watch how all of this unfolds. Uh, my thanks uh, to you both Michael Fitzmaurice, Independent TD for Roscommon Galway, and uh, Senator and Green Party Chairperson Paul Ian O'Reilly. The Pat Kenny
0: Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m.
1: on News Talk.